sanguine. Yeah, we are a community of faith that are optimistic. We are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. So welcome. So excited you're here today. my tribe, my sanguine community, you are my friends. Oh yes, I am always so honored to be able to get in front of the microphone and be a part of this community. And uh, when we gather on Friday nights or whenever we gather as a local community here, I am so blessed and I have such a great community, deep and honoring great friendships. You guys are just the best. And those of you that listen out there in the podcast world, Man, that community is growing and it's super exciting. Thank you for sharing the podcast. And uh, this is just really cool. It's really fun. And you guys are awesome. You know that. You are the ones that are pursuing Jesus, the Father, the big HS, the incredible faith walk, the faith walk that's full of mystery and intrigue and adventure and discovering the non-religious Jesus and Father and Holy Spirit. Yeah, you are incredible. And so welcome to today's podcast. I (laughs) have to make a confession. I just ate this wonderful piece of dark chocolate and I so badly want to smack and I'm trying not to. So I'm just going to pause it for a second so I can just take a smack break. Wow, you're like Tom. That is super gross. I'm so sorry. But that chocolate was so good. Well, I got chastised. Well, not really chastised. That's an over-exaggeration. My friend Rich was telling me, he's like, hey, dude, I like your podcast, but man, the last one I listened to had a seven-minute introduction out of like a 15 or 20-minute podcast. I know. Can I talk and ramble on? I certainly can, but it is about my favorite subject. And I heeded his like criticism, and it was helpful criticism, which I absolutely love but i did throw this in so much of this is about community and it is expressing my admiration my appreciation for those of you out there making a difference and so sometimes i do have a tendency to go on because i really like you guys and yeah and those of you that i haven't met i know that you would be family if you were able to come here and participate on the very like physical level but we're over podcasts and that's okay And I got some other great feedback the other day. My son, Porter, he's like, Dad, I listened to your latest podcast. And I'm like, yeah, what'd you think? He's like, pretty good. Man, those commercials are awful. I was just like, oh, thank you, Porter. Now, you have to know, I so appreciate that. And we got to talking a little bit. You know what's hilarious about this whole situation? This was not at home. We met at Albertsons, and we were talking about this at Albertsons you know, during the whole COVID-19 thing, the craziness of that. So it's pretty hilarious. And what it came down to, he's like, yeah, I did laugh, but those beeps with your voice, those things are awful. So if you share the same sentiment, I would love to hear your feedback. I am changing that because I was like, I totally get that. That could be super annoying. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have to take another smack break. You guys are like, dude, get a drink of water or something. Well, I'm kind of on a roll in my thoughts here, so I don't necessarily want to do that. And you can be the judge if I'm on a roll or you're just like, Tom, I think I was more brain flatulence than it was a roll. So that's all right. But as always, you guys know you can contact me at 406bigt at gmail.com. I love your feedback because 
you know, I am, you guys know because you listen, I am no expert at this and I am just learning it, a lot of it by trial and error. Some of my friends that know more about this have mercy on me and throw me some bones every now and then, but so much of this I'm figuring out on my own. So the feedback is super, super, super helpful. You're like, I was one too many supers, Tom, just note that. (laughs) I know, I know. Anyway, I'm just going to prep you guys. I like the commercials I've been doing. And so I'm just going to throw one in here. And I did edit it and tried to make it not so obnoxious. So just bear with me. Here's going to be a commercial break. (laughs) Interrupting again your regularly scheduled program. Because you might not know. But there is this wonderful adventure out there full of mystery, intrigue, and optimism that is a life of faith of the faith with jesus christ and so i'm just taking this quick moment to tell you if your life is boring and dull and you're a christian wake up if your life is boring and dull and you're not a christ one come on in it's fun listen to some of the other podcasts and there are many ways just say hey i'm interested god is listening right yep all right So, better, not better? Yeah, give me your feedback. Well, today I want to talk to you about something that is, uh, I think is really cool and it's really exciting about the Christian faith and those of you that aren't part of the Christian faith and somebody said, hey, you should listen to this because this is not some religious or legalistic and maybe even those terms you're like, what? This is so much about a personal relationship with a God that loves us deeply. And today we're just going to talk about one aspect of this that is maybe going to be a little controversial for some of you out there that, how how do I say this? Maybe on the more conservative side and those of you that are more charismatic or it's going to be more agreeable to you. I wish I could just throw those terms out because so often terms just divide us, you know, and and titles and all that kind of crazy things. This is totally a sidetrack here, but I thought about this earlier and I'm just going to bring it up because I love sidetracks as part of who I am, but how many of you? know people and this is for all these church people that know these terms that i'm going to talk about i mean you are the church but we're talking about that imposter of the building that you, you yeah listen to previous podcasts right anyway that you've known people that more that are more of a pastor that is a shepherd and even that term is like old but it is somebody who takes care of people and he like kind of guides them. He's there when they're hurt and stuff. How many of you people know people that have that title are nowhere near close to being that kind of person than people that don't have that title and do it so naturally and easily? So like titles and labels, sometimes they just, they're not truth tellers of what is actually going on. Anyway, that was Tom's sidetrack. So today what I want to talk about, I want to talk about this character and he was a little bit of a character in the Bible. The Apostle Paul, and those of you who are like, what the heck is an apostle? Basically, he was a leader in this community, what we call the New Testament community. It was the church or the organization or the group of people. It's really more accurately described as a group of people, which they were all churches came together as this corporate entity. And Paul kind of oversaw and gave leadership to that. And so an apostle like technically just means sent one, but he traveled around and he helped these people that gathered the churches of Jesus Christ. No, not the later Latter-day Saints and the Mormons. They, they kind of just took that term, but it is the church that started through Jesus' work. 
And so Paul is one of the leaders of this, you know, and wrote a lot of scripture that we now take and has given us understandings. And it is the word of God that has been given through a man. And there's some of you out there, whoa, this is like, this is a little too much. And some of you are like, yeah, yeah, just hang on wherever you're at. So Paul's this character. And those of you that don't know the background, before he became a follower of Jesus, he was an avid killer of and punisher of people that follow Jesus. And he was what we would call this religious guy. And there were specific rules and regulations and he justified through these rules and regulations about killing these followers of Jesus and watch as they were stoned. So anyway, Paul has this great encounter where, you know, Jesus appears to him on a road and, you know, he's blind for a while and he gets healed. Anyway, he becomes a great leader and a man that exercises tremendous faith. Well, the story I want to tell you about is in the book of Acts and you can look for it. It's easy to search and find, but I recommend that you just read the whole book of Acts because it's a wonderful book and it's full of great information. But the story is when Paul had appealed to Rome because he was accused of different things and he was a Roman citizen. And so in that day he could appeal to be, have a, like be seen before Caesar. And so when he made that appeal, since he was a Roman citizen, he had the right to go there. And so he was a ways off. And so they had to take a ship to get there. And it was late in the season and the weather turned bad. And contrary to Paul's advice, he's like, I don't think this is gonna end well. They continue to sail and like long story short, they ran into this huge storm that lasted for weeks, okay? And it was just devastating the crew and the ship. And they had lost all hope and they were just being tossed around by the wind and the waves and they were throwing things overboard and basically a lot of hopelessness, if not 100% hopelessness. And so Paul gets visited by an angel and says, hey, none of you are going to die. We're all going to be spared, but we have to stay together. And so they ate together and Paul prayed for them. And the next day there was a little drama, like someone to leave. And Paul's like, well, if you leave, you know, then you're going to die. They all stayed together and they all made it to shore. Okay. This isn't just three guys. This is 276 men making a shore to this island, this small island where they ran aground in and they make it to shore. Well, you know that Paul is a prisoner and there are other prisoners and they make it to shore. And uh, the people on the island were incredibly kind to them and incredibly generous and just did, you know, they made the stay really easy. Well, they start a fire and Paul's gathering wood and he puts wood on a fire and this viper comes out, okay? Viper, and if you don't know, you probably know, but if you don't know, but you guys are so smart that I'm guessing that you do know, is a very, very poisonous snake. Like the kind of poison that takes effect really fast and bam, you're dead, probably even before you can get a tourniquet on. And so this viper comes out of the fire, the, the Bible, those holy scriptures, those books that are filled with wisdom and just divine secrets for us, tells this retelling of this historical account, okay, it's not a story, it's a historical account of this snake viper being driven out of the fire and latching onto Paul's hand. Now just imagine this. There's this snake, this viper, you know, and they usually have pretty big heads, latch onto his hand and he's shaking his hand and the snake is flopping back and forth. Okay, this is pretty dramatic. So the natives and the people from the ship are sitting around watching, you know, as Paul's shaking the snake from his hand and the snake flies off and they're all just like, you're gonna die, dude. And so they sat around (laughs) watching him, waiting for him to swell up and die. Well, End of the story is that Paul dies and they had to bury him there and the Christian faith ended.
No, that's absolutely not true. What happened is something really cool, and it's a story that bothers a lot of people, and a lot of people have taken this and misused it. I mean, there are people now that like churches that deal with snake handling and all this stuff, and I think they kind of miss the whole point of the scripture. But if you go back, and I encourage you to read the book of Acts and read about Paul and other books of the Bible and read books that he's read, what you know about Paul is he wasn't just like the Christians today, where he went to church on Sunday. Paul was 100% in. Paul didn't hedge any of his bets. Once he had that encounter with Jesus on the road to Emmaus, he was all in. And so Paul, you see that he survives the shipwreck. He survives all kinds of things, beatings, all kinds of things. And you're like, Tom, what is the point of this? When you are all in with Jesus, and maybe another way to say it, and some of you out there may not like this, but you're all in and you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You are inoculated against the things of this world that would come to destroy and take you from your purpose. And I think, and this is my opinion, and this is just my opinion, okay? You may share it, but this is to spur you to start thinking, okay? to go along in this process and start thinking about this because the scriptures reaffirm and there's a scripture in Mark that talks about this too where and I would encourage you to look at the last half well the last part of Mark like the later chapters and what you'll find if you actually study this that there are some people that dispute the discrepancy of it being there because they don't like the verses but it talks about the power that these Christ ones, these Jesus followers have against the circumstances that come up against them. Now, I want you to read it specifically, and I want you to go after that and find that because it's such a cool verse. Yes, I could tell you it here, but I don't want to do that because the power is in you going after it. Here, I just want to bring some angst or some curiosity or whatever that gets you off your beep, right? To go out there and get that. But as Christians, And I'm going to tell you, I don't think, I think so much of our trouble these days, and I know in my own life, I'm always hedging my bets, and I'm always falling back to my own skills and my own abilities. And unlike Paul, I'm not all in. Now, you need to know that Paul was an incredibly skilled man, and he did use his skills. So being all in and being spirit-filled, that doesn't like disconnect you from the abilities and the wonderful talents that God's put you in. It just means that those things get amplified as your spirit filled and that when things come to distract you or take you aside they can't now some of you are just like well I thought I did this and and, and this happened well those are some issues we have to work through and I'm gonna tell you in my life God has always come through and I haven't always been in but I have always been passionate about trusting him for very specific things now have I felt pain absolutely I have felt pain Have I suffered loss? I have suffered loss. But I'll tell you, I can't tell you how many times that I should have not been here anymore. That the circumstances and what happened, I should not be here anymore. And really, as I go about my days and stuff, I try to live my days in that regard. And it's absolutely how Paul did. And I know I can feel it out there. Those of you, you have circumstances you're wrestling with. And I just encourage you, it's just like, go to the Holy Spirit and just ask him about that and wait for an answer because he will reveal it or he will send his peace. And those of you 
that are new out there and you're just like this holy spirit that kind of sounds cool hey you can still do that and get an introduction you know you don't have to be part of the club necessarily to get a taste of this because the holy spirit and the father they are always wooing they're always drawing and so that is part of this podcast is to help give you a taste of what's out there but we all have those issues that are out there and it's like some of that is keeping you from going all in well i just want to tell you to go all in can be and this is going to blow some of you away okay say you're five percent in if this week you put another ten percent in you're 15 percent in are you all in absolutely not but you put 10 percent more of your faith 10 percent more of your trust you're dedicating 10 percent more of your time to praying you're dedicating 10 percent more of your time to studying and understanding the ancient wonderful wisdom and discovering the writings of the lover of your soul as he expresses his desires to you by 10 percent i'll say the next week is a busy week and you only do five you are now at 20% and you're dedicating 20%. Okay, there is a lie out there that tells us that we cannot do that. You know, some people have amazing faith right off the bat, but 99% of the rest of us begin to build our faith, begin to build our trust, and we get to that point where we're like Paul and we have this like integrated relationship with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus and the Father, and we just go about the work that he's put in in our lives for us to do. Now, Paul's work was a missionary, and all of us are supposed to be telling our friends and our family and those people out there of the wonders and the greatness of God because we don't want them to miss out. But some of our work are different than Paul, and we build in other ways and other aspects that still impact the kingdom, and it doesn't neglect from that at all. Some of us make music, which really enlightens and helps people in their walks and in their lives, and even can woo people that are yet in the kingdom of God in by his beauty and his creativity and his art. And we need people that make money, that begin to give generously. We need people to teach and instruct our kids how to learn, not how to memorize, how to learn. You got one of Tom's many soapboxes here. Anyway, you get my gist. And so part of the thing, not part of the thing, the whole thing is that we can become inoculated to like Paul, like the vipers, the poisons, the like financial disasters and crisis, all those things that a lot of us have experienced and are experiencing and will possibly experience that can sidetrack us and like a viper put poison into our life that brings death. And even if things don't die completely and say, you get bit by something and it begins to spread some poison and it's not going to kill you, but it'll kill part of you. Maybe it'll kill your passions and desires. As we begin to put more percentage in that category with God, and so we're saying, hey, this week I'm going to risk a little more. This week I'm chipping in 20%. And so now I'm at 40%. And so this is a really great way to do it too because you can measure it. And so if you're praying two minutes a day and you up it 10% from like 10 to 20 you're going to pray four minutes of a day. And if you go from 20 to 30, you're going to pray six minutes a day. And you're just like, six minutes? Well, I'm just using an example. You know, I don't care where your starting point is. And, you know, when you get to 100%, you can keep increasing and you probably will want to increase that because your desire and you're going to begin to see the reality of the kingdom of God. And remember, the kingdom of God is the realm in which God rules. And so it is this marvelous place where God overrules what we would normally predict to happen. And so as you begin to be inoculated from the predictable and so you don't fall prey to the predictable but you fall and you believe and you know that the miraculous and the infinite possibilities are going to come your way so 
Paul is a great example when it talks about being all in and you don't have to do it all in one step. Maybe you are that person that can do that. And that is fantastic because that means that you have an incredible gift and you have the gift of faith and that is a gift from God and you need to get on and you need to start using it. Can you tell I'm excited? Because this life and those of you that aren't believers or you've been lukewarm, pathetic, sit on your beep believers. This walk is supernatural. This walk is power filled. And the choice to experience that is with you. Now, I'm not going to give any warnings, okay? There are issues that all of us are going to face in regards to this that we need to work through with the Holy Spirit. And I am not ignorant of that. And I know that some of your issues are really big. And if I was to talk to you, I could not give you an answer. And I would have to partner with you to pray about that thing that is your, well, if I do this, I remember that this happened. And for some of you, that is an incredibly painful thing. And so I just tell you, I understand. And I'm also going to tell you that the Holy Spirit and Jesus and the Father understands, and they never ask you to just ignore that. They are there to work through that. Could it take some time? It could. But if you engage in that process, maybe pull some other people in that can help you pray and understand and interact around this thing that is keeping you from being all in. Wow, you get over that and you can start throwing your percentages in that all in and you get that 100% inoculation like Paul had. And so when it's your time, you can be reassured that it's your time and you don't have to fear. Well, I'm going super long here. My friend, let me just pray for you. Holy Spirit, thank you for this incredible community out there. Will you just right now hit and meet every need and begin to speak to the concerns and the issues that they have and that you just press in your peace and power in those lives. Ah, Holy Spirit, thank you. You are awesome. And JC and Father, yeah, you guys, woo. Hey, ah, I so appreciate this community. You guys have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.